0: Well, good morning, Mark, Cockadoodle Doodle Doo. How are you?
1: Well, Johnny Guten Tog. Um I don't know what German roosters sound like. I am well, buddy. How are you doing today? <laughs> uh I do a good
0: man. I have had some struggles lately though, and uh, yeah? yeah, I'm I'm sure like you and I are about the same age. You're a little bit older than me actually, and I'm sure that you have encountered this as well, but it's just a little bit more pathetic. I have I found my first gray hair.
1: Ooh. And Ooh. by
0: that, I mean, I, I didn't even find it. My lady did. And she found it in the most inauspicious place that that's, that's why I'm ashamed a little bit here. All right, Mark, you've known me for over a decade at this point. And in mm-hmm. that decade time, I've never once been able to grow a beard. I can't grow facial hair to, to, to save my life. Not even a little bit. I take the, the definition of it grows in all white trashy-like as in Joe Dirt, and I, I like personify that. My face just doesn't grow facial hair.
1: Can't know? confirm.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. I, I grow a poor man's Van Dyke. It doesn't even connect. It's really, really shitty. So I that is where my wife found my gray hair the other day. And I'm like, oh, God, what what does this mean? What does this tell me about myself? That I can't even grow a full beard, and yet it's already starting to gray. Uh, buddy, I think I'm destined to just never grow a beard. I'm just—it's just gonna be patchy and bald in spots, and uh, if it feels like I'm gonna lose more hair before I actually end up growing anymore. But you know, if only there were something I could do in my middle agedness, because now I guess I guess that counts as a middle age, right? Mm-hmm. You find you start finding your gray hairs, you're about middle-aged. I'm in my mid to early 30s. I'll have a birthday coming up here soon. You'll count it mid 30s. Yeah. Um for all intents and purposes, if nuclear war doesn't get us, it's middle-aged. And most middle-aged dudes, like what do they go out and do? They go and buy a really expensive car or a motorcycle or um go and have a mistress, like some some side <laughs> squeeze somewhere and and let me tell you, I don't know enough German to even try that um i mean they've got all sorts of these different outlets and shit i could get like really into boats for a while i i I don't know maybe maybe it's a new millennial gen z thing to get into warhammer because i i'm into that pretty hard definitely sunk my teeth into that but the best thing i can think of I, i i feel like i already kind of swung and and hit something real hard out of the park because buddy i uh i think i I need to continue on podcasting.
1: I think that that's a reasonable idea, man. Like, you know, while you need yeah. something new, you also need that current.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that we're here recording an episode of the Dangle Podcast.
1: <laughs> yes, this is your episode of the Dangle Podcast, the weekly King of the Hill Podcast, where I, Mark, and my good buddy, Johnny... We take two episodes of that beloved adult animation classic, King of the Hill, and we talk about the goods and the bads and the highs and the lows. We see if it still holds up. We talk about the reboot, nigh on coming, maybe, question mark, and then we, maybe. you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then we slap it with our patented rating system, and Johnny, I am, I am excited for this week because we've been talking about it now for 11 seasons and here it is we're finally here but before we get to there we gotta get to our first episode hair today gone tomorrow
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes that is episode 211 original air date may 13th 2007 this is written by our good friend and bless that heart christy stratton mark where did we see her last
1: uh, we last saw her in The Portrait of the Artist as a Young Clown. That's Bobby the Clown and uh, Petriac. Good. Okay.
0: Okay. So she ended on a high note with us particularly. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I, I definitely have enjoyed her work so far. On your recommendation, I, I've only watched the pilot so far. I tried out Bless the Hearts. And oh, what would
1: you think? The pilot's a little rough for me. pilot is rough. It gets um, better. The pilot was a little it, rough. They grow on you.
0: Yeah, um, I I know. I recall telling you like what not even six months ago that you need to go and check out Duncanville, mm-hmm. and I did not like that pilot off the bat. I had to give it a couple. So I'm not I'm not totally writing off Bless the Hearts, but I I know I'm gonna totally squee when I see something related to the Megalomart <laughs> just just because mm-hmm. that's gonna make me happy. Um, yeah, so Christy Stratton's our writer this week. Uh, our cast of characters for Hair today, gone tomorrow. Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Dale Gribble, BildoTree, Boomhauer, Nancy and Joseph Gribble, John Redcorn, Luann Platter, Tom Chick, Bunny Hicks, Con Min and Fonsevan? Fonsawan? I don't know. I don't know if I if I said it wrong, then I said it wrong. Fonsawan, Supanusapone. Doctor Stevens, and a mention of Frank Torres. Mark, do you know who Bunny Hicks is voiced by and why they are our guest voice this week
1: Uh, i do not who is it
0: can i tell you that she uh she was she's no stranger to television acting you would say that for a girl she's pretty damn golden you know like she's got some some really excellent excellent roles in her life but will probably most be known for Blanche in the Golden Girls, it's Rue McClanahan. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. So we've now actually, We sadly, we will only have two of the four Golden Girls on this show because we already saw one dear Betty White back on Party Island mm-hmm. getting her shit rocked by uh, Rockadillo. <laughs> um, but yes, Bunny Hicks is voiced by Rue McClanahan, Blanche in Golden Girls. Okay. She is our guest this week. Uh, synopsis, when Nancy starts losing her hair, she contemplates re- per- returning to her life of debauchery. Dale makes first contact. Um, th- <laughs> this A story is technically Nancy, and if you want to say B story, it's technically Dale, but it's all A real. Like, they all come together in the end. I would say it's, th- the Dale story is A sub super prime one, because it's it almost should be the A story. Yeah. But- just how how it was framed. Nancy is the A, I think.
1: Yeah, I would um, agree with that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. So, buddy, let's rock into some notes. Okay. Um. Number one. Oh, is this the uh, weird Tokyo Drift one? Yeah, yeah. It is that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, yes, it is. God, I've always wanted one of those cars.
1: Yeah, I don't even like cars, and I want one of those. Right. Um sorry, poorly timed drink of coffee there. Um
0: I am It's cool. It's cool. My headphone died too, so I got oh my shit just <laughs> rocked. It's
1: cool. We're good. Awesome. <laughs> um the dice game is horrifying. I absolutely hate it. Oh my god, that's so gross. <laughs> Guys,
0: if you give us a thousand dollars, Mark and I will play the dice game in his uh, in his apartment. It'll be great. We will film yeah, we it. Will.
1: Yeah, we will. Um <laughs> uh-huh. Um. So Nancy Boys was written and squashed in season three. I'm just saying that yes. was season three. This is eight seasons later. We've been rehashing a lot already. We might as well rehash this too. Whatever. It's what we're yeah. It's what we're doing now. Um. So Hank's got a line when Redcorn and Nancy are talking to each other. And he's hanging out with the guys and he goes, what's John Redcorn doing here? I thought this business was over. Man, Hank is saying what we're all thinking.
0: Absolutely. freaking
1: Like, literally Hank sums up this plot with those two lines. Um, (laughs) Showins is back. We just always got to call it out. Mm -hmm. Um, The bit with the Xanax bit between Nancy and her mom, it sums up every single Nancy episode. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe. No. No. That is every Nancy wow. episode. That is, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm being unduly shitty here, but this episode kind of pissed me off a little bit. I was going to say, no, I appreciate that. I didn't, I've
0: never really put it into that perspective before. That yeah, every, every Nancy episode is her saying, no, I can't do this. No, I can't do this. Eventually reneging and then coming back and going, yeah, I never should have done that in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just- yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sorry you you get some props for noticing that shit today i thought i was pretty eagle-eyed
1: thank you thank you um how the ho- hell did Ni- i'm sorry i'm so upset i can't talk how the hell did dale score a dime piece like nancy oh my god like number one she's loaded 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 yeah and like how how johnny just the question is how
0: When it makes you wonder why she lives on Rainy Street if she's got that much money. Like, Mm -hmm. is there a falling out between her and her mom and and dad? Like, does she have a bunch of moochy siblings? Is she, like, I don't know, third in her house line in some sort of Game of Thrones situation to where, like, yeah, the prestige is there, but I have to make my own way, you know? Mm -hmm. No, you're right. Like, I have no idea. I... Fucking R.I.P. Johnny Hardwick. The the episodes of shit that I actually would want to see is like, how did Dale meet Nancy?
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: You know, mm-hmm. so no, good call. I have no idea because yeah, Bunny is not living in in squalor by any. I'll just fuck them for naming her Bunny.
1: <laughs> what would you call her?
0: I know it's it's a perfect fucking name for a character I have to immediately <laughs> hate. Like, (laughs) fuck them for being perfect at this. Okay, I got you. Damn you, Christy Stratton.
1: (laughs) Um, does this wig bit stick around, Johnny? Is it a thing? Do we ever see it again? Does it ever matter again? Or is this a sitcom episode?
0: Um, considering that we're going to have the most anime standoffish episode where everybody in the alley goes up to, teams up, has their, like, fight montage moment where they all take down a McMansion in the middle of a fucking huge storm, it should come back.
1: Okay. It should, right? <laughs> but it never but... does. Okay. But y- cool. yeah,
0: <laughs> it never does.
1: Um. Yeah, I just... I don't know. Those are my notes, buddy. What do you got for me?
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad we do not have a lot of similar notes here. Um, And they're, they're going to come from different eras here, or different, like... Tones? Fuck, I don't know what I'm trying to say. So instead, I'm just going to talk about the vernal equinox. Mark, the vernal equinox is the spring equinox. We have the vernal and we have the autumnal. An equinox is the closest point where Earth is tilted on its axis to where the most most amount of sunlight and the least amount of sunlight are like at their even points. So Mm -hmm. as close as you're ever going to get of 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of darkness in a single day. It's the official first day of spring or first day of fall. Um, The Vernal Equinox is also the day Homer Simpson's supposed to check his weight loss from his subliminally sleep tape, subliminally slim, and instead, he gets vocabulary built in. (laughs) Sorry, that is one of my favorite Simpsons jokes of all time. It is the stupidest thing ever. It's Lisa running in and going, Dad, do you know what day it is? And him just immediately jerking awake and going, The Vernal Equinox? No. Because <laughs> this is season three Simpsons, guys, who should Homer at this point is a fucking moron and has no idea that what the vernal equinox should be. It's funny as hell. I will always <laughs> and forever associate that with him. Um, Mark, we have one cherry pie by the band Warrant playing when John Redcorn pulls up. Ah uh, yes. Yay
1: and 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 um oh my god uh that's his ringtone too
0: yes or that maybe that's what it is i know i heard the song at one point i just assumed it's when he fucking pulls up because it's always when he pulls up
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> actually you know what i think we're both right because it's a ringtone that goes into a flashback of him pulling up with that song on yeah
1: you're, yeah yeah, you're, we're right. yeah we're both we're right we're both we're good
0: Um, Mark, do we have a new place in Arlen or have we seen Captain Bear's pizza before?
1: I think it's new, right? Okay.
0: I thought so as well, but I'm like, I don't know. I've watched a lot of Bob's Burgers though. And they, I swear to God, they have their own Chuck E. Cheese ripoff there. And the Simpsons have a Chuck E. Cheese ripoff and everybody's got a Chuck E. Cheese ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like I would, uh, push that out there. Um... Alakazam, it's Alprazolam is one of the most fucked up jokes I have ever heard and it's why we're currently in an opioid uh epidemic. Alprazolam <laughs> is in fact the the scientific name for Xanax. Um I hate that that's a joke in this, guys. That should not be funny. <laughs> it's still used for anti-anxiety, but not very much anymore. Um okay. So I also appreciate that you brought you brought up poop, but in a different different direction than I did because you said that you have an issue pooping. And you have to do it only at your house most of the time, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can shit anywhere. Just for the record, I can I I can shit anywhere. I've, I have taken dumps in the some of the worst nastiest places. I used to play this game where if it was a new public bathroom that I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to have any repercussions for, I would take a shit and intentionally not flush it because it's a oh. victimless crime.
1: Oh, fuck you. The only
0: one being victimized here is whoever has to smell it. But it's not like I'm shitting on the seats or on the walls. I'm not making a giant fucking mess. All someone has to do is go and flush it. You know, I'm not yeah. intentionally clogging things up. It's a victimless crime. But Ugh. it was really funny when I was like 16 years old to just take a giant dump somewhere and walk out and go, eh, someone else is going to have to deal with that. I was like 16. it's <laughs> That's, a, that's, just, that's about as harmful as upper-decking someone. Um, D- Dale states that the longest he has gone without taking a poop is, like, what, six
1: days or something? Six days and 52 minutes?
0: God, I think two days, maybe, and I was upset. Like, I think that's my record. Uh, you don't have to tell me yours, but I think two days. Uh, dude, I'm, a, I'm one of those, like, I go three times a day if I can
1: Oh, yeah. And bro. that was
0: before I got my stuff out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> like, three times a day I'm doing <laughs> it wrong, you know?
0: <laughs> it's. I've seen the, the amount of coffee that you and I can put away in, like, a single two-hour period. There's a reason.
1: Then um... I go to sleep.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay, right, last note it. here is a question, because I haven't given you enough questions this week. Um... <laughs> What would you do if you and only you knew that the end of the world was coming in one week?
1: I don't know. Probably nothing. I'd... Okay. We're sure it's coming. Like it's not gonna. You
0: you are sure? No, you are you are absolutely one hundred percent sure that the shamans have shown you the the magical genie has popped out of his his lamp and told you um, the dead ghost of. I don't know. Robin Williams has come back because that's the only way that the genie joke makes any sense. Um, okay. okay. You know, definitively one week from now, and you're the only one that knows this, the world is going to end. That's it.
1: I don't know. I. I don't know. Maybe spend a day with friends and loved ones and then just go fuck off and do my own thing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What would you do? Um,
0: so I, I put some thought into this and I, I phrased it specifically so that it's, it, if you're the only one that knows then everybody else, it's business as usual. So like if I needed to, I can catch, I can catch a fucking plane and come home, mm-hmm. you know, like it's it, not everybody's freaking the fuck out and just not doing their own shit because the world is ending, but. Uh, that honestly, that's probably what I would do. I I'd fly home. I'd grab Jess, and and we'd take our animals or or some shit like that, or all that. I I'd make sure that I I got to spend one last day with my friends and loved ones at the very least, and find my happy place and go. Cool. I'm gonna die here.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Introspective, but I, as, as weird as as it is, I appreciate that. Um, Dale went that direction when he was just like, wait a minute, you're just gonna sit here eating tacos with your family? Like hot damn. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. I would just try my best to live life as, as it was. Just like, cool, let's what's on Netflix tonight? What do I have to fucking wait a week for? cool, I'm not gonna waste my fucking time. <laughs> you know, we, we just finish weird the weird like finish sopranos.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just, like, rack up some obscene amount of, of credit card debt on something I've always wanted to, like, I don't know, buy 20 grand worth of Pokemon cards, just because I could. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yep. just something to think about. Uh, give me, give me your pros, man, because those are my notes. Um... I know you gotta have something you like about this episode, because I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um... I like the entire initial Dale scene, when he's in his yard doing backbends and screeching.
0: <laughs> his equinox chanting.
1: Yeah. Um. I like the introduction of Khan's nephew, whose name I can't pronounce because I don't remember it. Um. I like how Dale just assumes he's an alien. Just right on Dale. Way to be king. Um yep. <laughs> But, little side con, Dale ought to know that the aliens have been working with the military. Of course they'd used military time in their English letter vehicle. Of course, why not? Um, Right. (laughs) The entire Dale in the desert scene is great. And he's got his little tape recorder (laughs) and note to self, I shouldn't make a lot of notes to myself because I'm going to run out of tape eventually. I like Dale's call back to his tape recorder. It is a daily thing to have and it makes me happy. Um
0: <laughs> is what is it? Um nine fifteen, Hank picks up Hal.
1: Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right, we've seen that tape recorder in a lot of shit because we also saw it when he
1: gets rabies. To kill a ladybird, yeah. Like, damn, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, boy, this one has really got a lot of good King of the Hill beats in it, even if they piss me off. But, goddamn! Oh yeah, um, it's so high and thick a bird flew into it. That's great.
0: <laughs> I want hair that's that high and thick.
1: <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's a con for you, but it's a pro for me. Alakazam! I want me some Alprazolam.
0: <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> It's economy, guys. You shouldn't be making a joke out of that. I mean, at the time, it might have been a little bit better, but it was still, probably still just as bad.
1: Yeah, but I, me, Mark is what I'm saying. Um, what are yes. your cons, oh, buddy?
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to give you my pros first. Oh, yeah, do that. I'm sorry. Because I'm then I'll give you my cons. No, you're good. Uh, first one, within the first 30 seconds, Bill has already hurt himself. <laughs> I love watching... Bill just eat shit, and especially when it's just a pothole in the alley. This is like the third episode we've seen that happen, and he does it twice in this one. Oh, it makes me happy. Uh, you already hit Dale's equinox chanting. That is so Dale. This is like season two, three Dale. Um, he has nothing but aliens, conspiracies. I'm gonna go backwards in time. I'm gonna hit all of these ridiculous like story beats because I have to hit them, and then all of a sudden everything's gonna change of course it would it's so good um cons it's a pro to me that con's nephew is so shitty he just abandons dale in the desert to die essentially because we see we see dale get knocked out and then he wakes up in the fucking desert meaning this kid just kicked his ass out of the car and drove off um it's a pro to me because only somebody in con's family would be that shitty to these people right off the bat um Props to Nancy for sticking to her guns with red corn so fucking hard. It's not until her mom basically says, hey, this is the only way you're going to get your hair back. And she has to like, yes, and herself into going, OK, OK, OK. But he like he straight up stalks her and shows up at her house. And she's like, no, th- this uh, this is done. We settled this months ago. Like we're done.
1: Yeah, um, years, so years I, ago, Johnny. Years ago, <laughs> years for us,
0: but months for them. Eight uh, years yeah, like, ago,
1: at this point, we settled this.
0: I appre- I so appreciate that she that she said something to it to that effect though of like I am I'm stopping this shit. Why Why she still has his picture on her phone as as the one where he's serving himself for dinner? I will never know, but I I don't know. Um. My next pro here is one word, Zancy, That is in Xanax Nancy. That's fucking hilarious to me. Just that whole
1: scene in the department store.
0: I'm yes. addicted to these pills. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm trying on every single hat and I'm doing this and I'm just so happy. Um, God, I seriously thought we were done with Nancy episodes, but we still haven't done the one where she goes to Dallas yet. So we're not done with Nancy yet. We're getting Mm -hmm. there. Uh, I also, my last one here. Technically, Joseph is going to be bald. And Joseph is going to be bald, not because of his father, because baldness comes from his mother's side. It always comes from the mother's side. And so Dale and Nancy are both technically bald. And that makes me happy. (laughs) We're going to see some, like, busted-ass Joseph. Like, he's going to look like a terrible Native American in this in this reboot. Because you know
1: they're going to bring him back. I don't know, dude. Might get overpowered by that good, thick-ass hair. I
0: mean, maybe, but I don't know. I want him to have, like, the, uh... Oh, this is going to sound really fucked up, and I know it's the wrong kind of Indian here. Um... I don't remember his name, but Apu's brother in The Simpsons, who has the weird like bald top but comb-over thing. That's what Sanjay. I want Joseph
1: Gribble to have. Sanjay, thank you.
0: I want him to have that that style of hair.
1: Oh my god, he's going to be like a kid still. like Cruel, Johnny. Yes. Cruel. No,
0: I, I, it, it's very cruel, but Joseph kind of fucking deserves it, because he's also going to be yoked.
1: <laughs> okay. He's just going to wear a bandana. <laughs> that's... That's what he's gonna yes. do. <laughs> uh
0: bandana and a gold chain, right? And he's gonna come out to uh pop and circumstance. Oh shit, sorry, looking too far, far, far forward. Mark, <laughs> uh cons. Give me your cons,
1: buddy. <laughs> cons. Um, <laughs> um, I'm kind of amazed you didn't call this one out. Why does Bobby care about redcorn? I don't know. Like you, you're talking about when he's watching the TV, right? Where he's like, <gasps> yeah. but
0: John Redcorn's on, he hasn't even sung anything yet. Yeah. yeah. Redcorn sings for like 5-year-olds.
1: Yeah, and then he's like call me if he does oatmeal wagon or some shit. And it's like Oatmeal blues. There you go. Oh, exactly. Like what? Okay. But then like that scene where Redcorn's doing the concert, um all those kids are like 5 years old. So, whatever. Yeah. I just like the super the only- uh, super baby Bobby back again, you know?
0: the only thing i can think of is that he is he is like psyched and stoked to see somebody who knows in the, in, like actually succeeding in the entertainment industry and that makes but sense at the to same me, time but yeah but, but you know you're right like at the same time this makes no sense bobby should be way he's listened to uh boys for now and he's listened to um uh bullet nose and all these other other people is no business being anywhere near john Redcorn's music
1: Excellent callback, sir. Excellent callback. (laughs) Bullet nose! Eddie Cheddar. Um, Thank you. Celery head. Celery head. Uh, (laughs) Stop making me laugh because I'm trying to be serious. Uh, The loss of Johnny Hardwick is hitting me super hard this week. Um,
0: Fuck. Oh, God.
1: I... It's getting me good. Um, this is, this such is an a amazing Dale, dale episode. episode. And I don't but I, I also don't know if it's like Heath Ledger Joker syndrome where he's dead now, so I can't talk shit about him. But I actually think that genuinely this week this was a Is this a contender for best dale episodes? I would if you take the Nancy subplot out of a
0: lot of this, yes, I think so. Because it's it's definitely in in there with like You are off the walls crazy. I would put this up there with the one where he gets his Mason mower and he starts freaking out and and Mason mower takes over everything in his life.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's what this has done. He has taken this, I've gone to the future or I have have come back from alien mothership. He's taken this so far that he is willing to have Nancy in the shitter with him while he dies because he walks in on himself. Like... (laughs) He, he has stretched it into a full episode and as only Dale Gribble can. Yeah, no, it's... I, I, I don't think it's Heath Ledger Joker syndrome for this week. At least I, I didn't feel that way, not even one iota when I was watching it. And I just kept thinking, fuck, I miss Johnny Hardwick. Like, yeah. I'm never going to get another good episode like this out of him because he's gone.
1: Yeah, I just... I... I don't know. It kind of, it was just really hitting me hard this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, why is why is this episode a thing? Um, is it so that Nancy can be written as shitty again? Because we can't write Nancy as good. We got to like make fun of the way she looks, or she's got to be the villain. I don't know. Is it a, a Dale vehicle? Um, is it is Dale? this dumb Johnny like do we buy it even if it is a great Dale episode is Dale this dumb
0: I you know I, I don't know I don't think Dale is this dumb not normally Um, I think it's it's just the sheer dumb luck of He is discombobulated and has almost knocked himself in the head in the middle of doing his equinox chanting, and just so happens to see an alien. And then he gets brain damage again when he gets smashed into the glove box.
1: So what you're Um, telling me is this is bad, Brain Dale.
0: It is. He got he got addled, and he got addled for a while because nobody ever like thought to stop and go. Hey, Dale, have you hit your head lately? Um, And then he was
1: like super dehydrated in the desert. Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) Oh God, yeah. When as far as as how this episode came about, I, I, I would be willing to put down ten thousand dollars of my own money to say that this episode started out as a Dale episode and somebody finally chirped up and went, okay, but how does like, you know, how do we make another half of this? Well, how does Nancy react to this? Well, she would leave his ass. Oh, but who would she leave him for? John Redcorn. Well, here we go. I really think they had the bones of the the Dale plot and they needed some way to make this, like, make it, make the stakes happen.
1: Okay. Well, okay. That makes sense? Yeah, it does.
0: I I may be, I may be completely wrong. I would lose 10,000 of my own dollars if I was, but (laughs) I, no, I really think that they, the Dale story had to have come first in this. And then somebody was just like, well... How do we? How do we make? How do we fit Nancy into this? Because we haven't done anything with her in a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Hm. Who knows? Okay. No, you know I'm I'm willing to give you that. Eh, um... we got some
0: vintage Dale out of it though. That's that's a pro, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? We got. Some cons. You um, I got, got a couple. Pro, or some. Of, yeah, a couple of cons Moments or retro reference rages, maybe.
0: Yeah, no, a couple cons. Um, the first one is if you couldn't guys couldn't already tell, the return of Redcorn's shitty soundtrack. Um, <laughs> God, he's so obnoxious. I hate
1: his fucking car.
0: <laughs> I hate people that drive Jeep Wranglers. If you drive a Jeep Wrangler, I don't want you listening to this show. Wow. Um,
1: Hot takes out of Johnny. <laughs>
0: Dude, in Colorado, they're fucking everywhere, and everyone and their brother seems to think that they can go four-wheeling in it. And you know what? I've actually been four-wheeling. Fuck you guys if you think you can do any of that shit with your stock 4x4 Wrangler. Anyway, um, this, you already hit this. This episode seems to come out of fucking nowhere. There is no reason for Redcorn to just all of a sudden be hounding Nancy. Um, Like, he just shows back up. What is he? It just needs a booty call? I
1: guess. Is that...
0: Like, they've interacted a whole bunch before this.
1: Yeah, Um, and that's my problem with it, is, like, why now? Why would we... But it's not not time skip. Like, this is current, because Luann is still pregnant. So, like...
0: Yeah, the only thing I can think of is he is getting bombarded by so much five-year-old MILF trim that he just, like... It, it, it's like shaking something loose and he goes, oh, what did, what did I do? I need to get my nan-nan back. Like, like that's the only thing I can think of, but we missed some pivotal scene of him like shunning all of these, these moms throwing their, I don't know, breastfeeding bras at him. The ones that have the extra padding.
1: Okay. I'm trying you to make to this calm, funny. Is it making it funny? You need to funny? calm down. You are hating on hot moms, number one sir sure, and i feel i'm attacked. not hating on them i feel attacked i'm not i'm just those <laughs> are pert trim 20 something year old to mid or, or like early 30s <laughs> still younger than your ass johnny younger than your ass that john redcorn has taken down no <laughs> way he's tired of that so, shit
0: you know, i well, that, and, and that's my whole point like we missed something there because you saw them all lining up and the, the late guy goes yeah they're all quote unquote friends of john redcorn Like, we know he's pulling down whatever the fuck he feels like. My issue here is that we missed some scene that explained why he needed Nancy. So, I'm mad about it. Also, my last con here. Bunny Hicks is a terrible character. She is not nice and she sucks. (laughs) Like, she is a terrible character. She's not a villain, per se, but... She openly encourages this sort of shit for her own daughter. Like, yep, go ahead. Go ruin your, your relationship. I wish I had done that to mine. Wow. Just wow. Anyway, favorite moments. I've only got one. You got any?
1: Um, just, um, Khan's nephew. Bia. I like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bia. anytime he's doing, I feel like you like- would have done that to each other.
1: Yeah, I think we, yeah, absolutely, but also like, (laughs) so, you know, hey, we're going to go buy beer now. Khan specifically says, do not buy him beer, and then (laughs) (laughs) they're at him and Bill in the uh, mini mart. Oh, teriyaki, beer, it's it's great. (laughs)
0: He sends him home with like six cases, too. Yeah. Like, damn, that one kid's going to get hammered.
1: This is the last okay. time we see this kid because he DUI'd off into the desert.
0: Yes. Um, my one favorite moment here is Hank telling Boomhauer not to be obvious and then shutting him for apparently being <laughs> obvious with those hound dog eyes of his. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good bit.
0: I love animation jokes and especially when you can do it for Boomhauer who just Dude never, he never talks, he never moves, like, he's just the most, he is the epitome of zen, man. Mm-hmm. It's
1: great. <laughs> um,
0: well, uh, I think we're to our rating system, buddy. Uh,
1: I believe we are, buddy. You want to break that down for us?
0: I would love to. At the very bottom of our dang old podcast rating system, we have a charcoal. A charcoal episode is a failure of an episode. It's so dirty, it gets soot underneath your boy's fingernails- and it makes you feel dirty whenever you watch one. Charcoal episodes are not very good. They're not indicative of King of the Hill. They're just bad episodes of TV. One step above that is Megalo, and we want Megalo to feel so good, but really it's kind of like a bronze of an episode. A Megalo is a little bit better than a charcoal, but it's still a giant, gleaming turd. Uh, Mark likes to say it's a turd that's got little tiny nuggets in it of corn, little golden kernels of good shit (laughs) hanging out in the bad shit. (laughs) <laughs> Megalo episodes are unfortunately happening way more frequently now that we're in 11 seasons, almost 12 seasons into King of the Hill but you can always do better, right? Better is a butane butane's a bastard gas and this is a bastard of an episode, you love to hate it, you love to hate it, you hate to love it, you hate to love it I said them both twice because I apparently have a stroke um butane <laughs> episodes are those god, we are bad brain and hard Butane episodes are a dime a dozen. They're your standard everyday average King of the Hill episode. There's usually some fun bits in it. There might be a fun guest star, but that's not a lot to write home about. It's an episode of TV you can have on in the background. You can look up, you can chuckle at the jokes that you know are coming. It's fine. What makes an episode stand out turns it into a char king, and a char king episode is our gold standard. Charkings have everything you want in King of the Hill. They've got great characters. You've got a great Dale conspiracy. You've got Bill hurting himself or getting attacked by wild animals. Charking episodes are why you watch King of the Hill. And when Mark and I both agree in episodes of Charking, it becomes a Charking Imperial. It's about the highest honor, almost, that you can give an episode of King of the Hill with the one caveat that you would enjoy it a lot more if you had just a little bit more of understanding of these characters before you watch it. And last, because the only thing better than an imperial is, of course, that coveted Blue Flame of Valor from the Texas Propane Gasers Association. Blue <laughs> Flame of Valors are our S-rank absolute best episodes of all time. These are episodes that they point out exactly why anyone needs to start watching King of the Hill, not just you and your crazy Gen X buddies. Um, Mark... Blue Flames of Valors are not very common. We've given out one this season, and it's the first in about six. And I say we, meaning me, because I liked one episode in this season a lot more than you did. However, (laughs) we're not done yet, and we always have the chance to spring a blue flame throughout the rest of this series. Mark, on a scale of charcoal to the Blue Flame of Valor, what do you give hair today, gone tomorrow?
1: I gave it a butane, um... It is real middle of the road. I love to hate it, and I hate to love it. There's a lot of good Dale in here. I'm really upset about Johnny Hardwick. Um, Nancy has some really funny moments, but yeah. I don't understand why this episode exists. Okay. Yeah. That's, a,
0: that's a fair assessment.
1: It's, you know, I could, I could watch it again, or I could never watch it again. Like, the perfect duality of an episode.
0: That is uh, butane right down the middle, right there. It's like I literally give two shits about this. If it's on, I won't turn it off. I will chuckle at it. If it's not, I won't remember that I that I missed it.
1: hmm
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you, buddy? Uh, so I gave it up, you King. Okay. One one little half a notch up from you. Um, and it's for some of the reasons that you and I've already pointed out here. There's a lot of old King of the Hill in this episode. This is a classic Dale moment, you know, he's, he's worked conspiracies where aliens were doing all this ridiculous, crazy shit. Hank's got to rein him in. We've got the, the old tired adage of the Nancy and Redcorn story, except for she's actually sticking up for herself this time, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting episode. There's a lot of fun callbacks of stuff. Um, Dale really should have been the A story in this episode, and I, I just don't think they, they, I don't think they could have figured out any, anything else to go with this, that wouldn't have immediately been overshadowed. So they just yeah. kind of had to push it into, into him into the B slot. But yeah. So yep, you king for me. Um, I definitely, I, I probably wouldn't ever seek this episode out, except for the bits that I now know are, <laughs> as you lovingly referred to them, Tokyo Drift. I would definitely <laughs> search those out. Yeah. Beer. Beer. Yes. <laughs> so, well, buddy, um, I think it's, it's about that time. We need to go slam some creatine uh, down some hemo rage and uh, throw, turn on that thrash metal for our next episode. What do you say? Oh, yeah. Well, we are here with episode 212, Bill Bulk and the Body Buddies. Original air date May 20th, 2007. This is written by one Blake McCormick. Mark, have we seen Blake McCormick before?
1: Um, we have not, but this is his first of four that he has written for the series that will show up later down the line.
0: Excellent. Well, um I really hope really hope the other 3 are as good as this one. Um yeah. Bill Bulk and the Body Buddies has a cast this week of Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Dale Gribble, Bill Dotrieve, Boomhauer, the introductions of characters Dirk, Coach, and Gorilla, that fucker Carl Moss, Luann Platter, Nancy and Joseph Gribble, Min and Con and Pone, John Redcorn, Lucky Kleinschmidt, and Norman.
1: Lucky is Norman, not in believe, this episode.
0: It's so they're non-speaking roles. Gribble, Joseph Gribble, John Redcorn and Lucky Schmidt all have non-speaking roles. I'm assuming at one point we're going to see them in the gym. Hmm. Honestly, I didn't look that close for Lucky. I just went. Eh. Uh, and I have to guess that Norman is uh, Bill's other barber buddy, right?
1: I would imagine. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Uh, well, before we give you our guest stars, I'm going to give you our synopsis. Bill needs to get fit for his army physical, so he sets up a home gym in his garage and makes some new friends. Okay, <laughs> our, our guest stars this week. Guys, um, we're going to start with Coach. Coach is voiced by one Randall Reeder. Mark, we just saw Randall Reeder, didn't we?
1: Yes, we did. What did we just see him in?
0: Um, We just saw him in King of the Hill. Um, we guys, if you remember me talking about the big biker-looking dude, I'm pretty sure he he was in oh. Gets Dusted.
1: Yeah. Y- no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Something to that effect.
0: Guys, we Sorry, just yeah. saw Randall Reader. Um, we also have Dirk. Dirk is the guy that Bill meets at the the uh, vitamin shop. Dirk is voiced by the ever-popular and almost patron saint. I say almost because we don't have a TikTok from him. Uh, Diedrich Bader. Guys, it's Oswald in the very lumpy flesh. He is vascular. He is large. He is yoked and swole.
1: It's he, is he is Batman. He uh, is Batman.
0: And, of course if you couldn't tell how excited Mark and I have been guys, go back and listen to our wrestling episode. Um, what's the, what's the King of the Hill wrestling episode name, Mark? Bobby slam, Bobby slam. Thank you. Yeah. You're always like fucking right on it. I love that shit. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear our, <laughs> if you want to hear our absolute love for professional wrestling, um, go back and listen to Bobby slam. But gorilla is voiced by the one, the only the Macho Man,
2: Randy Savage.
1: No agony. Holy shit. No bragony! Oh, my God. I. This is, it is one of his <sighs> last here. roles. It's got to be, right? No, he died in 2015. He had tons of stuff after this. No, Not no, 15, no, no. Macho, 12, 12, macho Man
0: died when, I, I was going to say, Macho Man died when you and I were in school together.
1: When we were living together, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that would have been 2011.
1: Oh, my God. We're that old.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It also means we've gone 10 years. We've gone at least a decade without Macho Man. Guys, Macho Man Randy Savage. Holy shit. Is he amazing? Um, A story characters. It's everyone in the alley, but the A story is focused around Bill. This is a Bill-centered story. There is no B story for this episode. Um, Really, it's, hey, Bill, how do you take something as easy as learning to run and lose some of your fucking weight and just getting back in shape? and turn it into the stupidest thing you can imagine. Well, why not go and get all yoked out? That's the best way. Mark, give me some notes, buddy.
1: Um, you kind of already just did it, but whatever. Um, this is Bill does (laughs) Harmonaholics, but instead of singing, he's ripping.
0: He's so much better. (laughs) And I love Harmonaholics.
1: I know you do. (laughs) Um... What are you doing, bitch? Sorry. Also, <laughs> well, I got so our spread in your house. i wish i got (laughs) our spreadsheet up and i got my notes up on a google doc and it is more than my computer can fucking handle and it's just like panicking Oh no as it like chugs audacity i'm just like come on baby you're fine you're still fine for daddy you're my candy girl all right here we go sorry um you kind of already hit it but like oh wait i already did that one sorry um hank should be able to do more than 115 and make it look bad i'm sorry like oh shit okay yeah. <laughs> when he's bench pressing, it's only 115 pounds. It, I don't know. It just bugs me. Um, he should
0: still have some residual shit from when he was doing the bull run.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, he's not an out of shape guy, you know? Yeah. Um. Hey, Johnny, do you, do you remember GNCs in the mall? Because, oh, my God, do I remember GNC?
0: <laughs> it's still around, man. It, it is su- Surprisingly and shockingly still around some places. There was like four of them on the west Western Slope. Two of them were in, in uh, Montrose. I was like, holy shit. But none of them That'd had all the wild. cool shit like the ones you'd find in the mall. Like, it was all very basic. Like, okay, here's your energy bars. Mm-hmm. That's That's what it had. Like, you were lucky to find any hemo rage there.
1: God, and that was my second note. Oh my god, do you remember do you remember Hemo Rage? Because I remember Hemo Rage. <laughs> I was trying to explain to Amanda the glory that was Hemo Rage. Listeners, Hemo Rage was a pre-workout that they discontinued about ten years ago because it the pumps it's were awful too insane. For you? The fuck you, it's <laughs> awful for you. Awful how fucking huge we got. Remember that summer Johnny? You took it like four times and you like added ten pounds. It was great. <sighs> I
0: I did I took a double dose one time with you and I thought I was going to die
1: Cuz you took a double like it dose the, w- It goober. was one of the
0: greatest workouts of my life but it was I thought I was going to die
1: Yeah we just we spent an afternoon working out like the entire afternoon like it was amazing Yeah oh, always chasing that first high aren't we Um yes, is we this are. one out of sequence where's Lucky I did not see Lucky and also, Luann should number one not be lifting if she's pregnant. But also, shouldn't she be showing by now? I guess you can. You would what think, up into your yeah. second trimester? You can still work out, but whatever. Anyway, like you think she would be, and per last week, she still looks damn good. Um, but that's why I think it's out of sequence. Like they don't bring, they don't like bring her up. They don't say anything about the hair. Like Nancy's hair looks weirdly thick in this episode so I wonder yeah if this is out of sequence. This uh, episode teaches us a solid lesson about fitness. Even for all his pump, there's still no way that Bill could run on a treadmill. Guys, you can be big, yes. but you also got to be like cardiac, least sound. Car- cardi car- cardio that whatever. Do cardio guys, it's <laughs> if, good if, for if, you. <laughs>
0: right? Like if you're going to if you're going to do if all you want to do is lift That's completely fine. But lift at such a rate that you don't take rest in between sets so that your cardio is getting its work in as well.
1: Yeah. Like, if you can't run a mile, then, well, stop working out and start running until you can run a mile.
0: That's really all you should. Like, if you can run a mile nonstop, I don't care if it's even a fucking 12-minute mile. You can run a mile without stopping. Then you're probably okay in the heart department.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd go with that. Um,
0: I can't fucking run a mile in twelve minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate running. I
1: can't run it. I can't run it, but I can row consistently for about twenty minutes before I gas out. So,
0: hey, I biked about two and a half kilometers in under twenty minutes today. So I felt pretty fucking good about that. And about half of it was
1: uphill. All right, good man. Um, Anyway, sorry, I totally derailed there. Um, I understand the need to be around small people post solid workout. (laughs) Um, Yes, I will admit, I like to go in a city market after I've gotten like my big rip on my big old pumpy pumps, and just like I'm bigger than all of you, my bicep is as big as your head. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Like I just need it sometimes, so I understand it. Um, finally Johnny Spoiler for the end of this but rectum didn't even know him. Ooh
0: <laughs> You know I'd say what that your jokes are pretty pro, but you lapsed that one.
1: Oh <laughs> Well, done, sir, what are your notes?
0: I got a bunch here. Um, first off, I'm gonna have you think about this, but really, you don't have to think too hard. I'm sure you've got one already in the chamber for me. Uh, okay. best Macho Man match.
1: I'm going to say the one that you and I watched in the barcade in, um, Kansas City. Oh
0: shit. Okay.
1: Him and Hogan. The like, the, he- oh, the and- battle for, uh, Miss Elizabeth. Um, not only because it was a solid match to watch, but like. In an amazing trip, that was an amazing moment, and I am glad that I shared it with you, buddy. Not to get all, you God, know, weird, great. but that, no, that I, is, like, I my think... favorite Macho Man match. And then, if not that one, um, him and Spider-Man.
0: Okay. Also fucking solid. Uh, mine, I'm pretty sure, is the first Macho Man match that I watched that wasn't Spider-Man, and I watched it with you, and it's WrestleMania 3, Savage and Steamboat.
1: That is a really good one. That is a really good one. It's arguably,
0: other than Hogan and Andre at the very end, it's arguably the best match in that entire fucking card. And that's a stacked card. Mm -hmm. So, like, holy shit. Um, But with that being said, I am not going to sit here and just rail on professional wrestling because, guys, we all know Macho Man Randy Savage was one of the greatest, if not the greatest wrestler of all fucking time. If you really want to hear Mark and I talk about this, please, please, please go listen to us. We we recorded an episode of Two Wizards two Decembers ago. It took us like three fucking recordings to finally get done. I swear Josh wanted to murder me at the end of it because my computer kept dicking up. Like, please go listen. It's like, what, three hours long or something? And every single minute is gold?
1: Yeah, oh, it's, God, uh, it's so across two fun. episodes... I think we shot it, or we we did it in April of 2021, because we were doing, no, 2022, because we were, yeah, it coincided with our uh, April Fool's Day bit.
0: Yes, and WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, and WrestleMania, and you were giving me live WrestleMania updates, and I was like, I'm sorry, Rey Mysterio has a kid? What's happening? Yeah, it (laughs) was... Weird... go listen to that one guys that was a really good episode guys, Johnny please. you you were a solid guest you're always you're awesome on any show you know I reckon to say it's... if 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 dangle podcast ever needs to make an appearance it should just be you
0: <laughs> I, I appreciate you buddy uh, I'm pretty sure that's the episode where we established that my name my wizard name is fizzleforth and I'm a dog poffer You um, feather
1: bottom but yes
0: feather bottom thank you Featherbottom feather bottom excuse me. <laughs> Uh, okay, next note here. Um, many professional bodybuilders only have an average height of about 5 foot 8. That is my height. That is about your height, right Mark? Yes. Yeah, they're like 58, five 59, five maybe 510 and it's the shorter stature helps the muscle mass grow greater, which is why they look so insanely huge and pumped up. Uh, with the one very notable exception being Mr. Olympia himself Ronnie Coleman, who was over 6 foot tall. That fucker's like six foot six.
1: He yeah, Ronnie Coleman insane. is huge.
0: And I love him. And I, I fucking, I, I guys, I really like professional bodybuilders. What I didn't learn from Mark, I learned from my a- other absolute best friend, my younger brother, Adam. Um, I was going to ask you if you have any new school bodybuilders that are like near and dear to you. I like following Kai Green a whole bunch. He is super entertaining. And 2021's Mr. Olympia, Big Raimi, is also super fucking cool to look at. Like, that guy works insanely fucking hard. Um, but I know you don't follow a lot of, like, the new guys in, in uh, the the pro weightlifting scene anymore.
1: I don't mess with bodybuilding anymore. I got really into Strongman. And that's kind of where my bread okay. is buttered right now. Yeah, like, mostly because uh, Strongman is more achievable for me than... um bodybuilding ever would be <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah um but to that end um i think i know i know i've called him out before big eddie hall fan um yes out of england and uh yeah no um but to that end i want to ask you a question do you have a favorite old school bodybuilder
0: it's arnold, arnold? it's 100 okay. percent arnold it's gotta be. I I watched his documentary and and on Netflix and the out of the only three episodes like there's only three episodes on it. The only one I genuinely really gave a shit to watch was the one about his bodybuilding career. Um, I seriously want to go and steal an oak acorn from Bavaria just so I can bring it to you.
1: Yes. Because yes, he's, he's violate from international or or violate from, law for me, buddy.
0: I will or from Austria or something. I'm gonna bring you a fucking acorn so you can have your own Austrian oak. It's just it needs to happen, guys. Arnold, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you. Um, Yeah, no, he's my favorite old school. It's it's really hard to to overlook him with everybody else, but eh. the closest next to him is Ronnie Coleman.
1: Okay. And
0: I know they're not they're not they didn't really compete in the same stuff, but. Like, or They they did, but, like, not in the same eras, I mean. Like, he was definitely the next era after, like, long after Arnold was done competing. Probably about 10, 10 years, I want to say. But, yeah. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so, next note here. This episode's message is about health and exercise. It's not about losing fat. I think more people need to understand that we're not fat shaming. Yes, that's a benefit of what happens when you exercise, lift and go and do cardio, you lose weight. Um, we're not saying that everybody around here needs to go in and look like the state of fucking marshmallow man and be able to run a five minute mile. I don't think that's really feasible. What I'm saying is you can be happy with the way you look, if you are overweight or if you are a little bit on the heavier side, as long as you have got good fitness the army just wants bill to be able to fucking run. That's it.
1: (laughs) Um, Um, stealing a professional wrestling term, Johnny tagging in now on a hot tag. The, uh, army fitness test actually consists of three events with the required passing score of 60% prorated on age and gender. The events are pushups, sit-ups and a two mile run.
0: Yep, exactly. Yep. I think you got to do the two miles in under 20 minutes. And you get a pay increase if you do it in under 15.
1: Yeah, I could not run a 15 minute mile. Well, I bet <laughs> no, I run a 15 let alone minute do. mile. No, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Like, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. The names of the supplements I saw in the vitamin store are Peck Nectar, Jacked Fuel, Pure Power, Rip and Shred... Mass Blast 3000, Tiger Fuel, Exploder 5000, and Mass Exploder. Wow, do so many of those sound like something you would find in a fucking GNC today? Because they are all just that ridiculously named.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just bought a pre-workout called I Am God. (laughs) I almost bought one named after Charles Manson. Solely based upon the merit that it was named after Charles Manson. I wanted Charles Manson Manic Energy to go work out. Like, it's insane. The market is insane. I'm, like... This episode took me back to a time when I had started reading muscle and fitness. And, like, when I started trying to become a bodybuilder in college before I found out that I liked beer. And got a (laughs) powerlifter body. But... This episode took me back, man. Oh my God. Did it take me back? (laughs) Sorry. I totally cut you off. Yeah. No, no, you're good. I, there's so much of this shit that like this episode
0: is 15 years old and it's all the same still now, especially in this community. Um, music cue. We have macho man by the village people. A fantastic fucking song. I hate disco, but I love the village people. It's fine. Um, and my last one. And I'm gonna do this in the Macho Man voice, and I need you to uh, do the the call and response with me, buddy.
1: You ready? All right, buddy. Okay.
0: Donald Trump,
2: no mass. Joe Biden, no mass. Kamala Harris, some mass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I just it's it's exactly what it is. All these these twig boys they're they're afraid to have a man with actual. <laughs> actual muscles in office it's why they'll never let arnold be be president it's exactly the only reason why not that he's a, a naturalized citizen not born here um whatever dude he was a governor pros. and
1: demolition man says that we amended the law so it's it's okay <laughs> or the constitution um some pros uh, here we go um bill or sorry dale you want to rub my head for luck It's just cute <laughs> oh, I just... it's so sweet one of those just one of those little Dale moments that we always call out um Pro Diedrich Bader sweepingly Diedrich Bader I'm gonna tag oh. Diedrich Bader when we do this I I love that man he's one of my top probably top 10 voice actors um just in he body of work and ability gets a laugh out of me yeah but also uh, you already called him out as Oswald and Drew Carey show just I'm gonna tag him when we drop this episode and I'll even like just put in this little sound clip of me gushing over my love of this man, because he's amazing. Um, always has been, always (laughs) will be. And this might be, this might be my favorite role of his, just this one episode. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Anytime he's on screen is amazing pro. (laughs) Um, Bobby's little bit about, I want to lift weights, but every time I go to lift, I wait, I wait. That, <laughs> it's a great, that great is moment. a really good Bobby bit. That is a great little Bobby bit, and I'm all about it. I
0: love that Bill chuckles, too, because he knows yeah. who he's playing to. Like, he knows that Bill's going to find that stupid joke funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I just... It's good. I, I imagine that Bobby tests material on Bill. Okay. Okay. But that's, you know, just me. Um, yeah, those are my pros. I Because, I, okay, so I, I made a point here. This is a retrospective rewatch. You're not allowed to just like every scene that you have liked, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. ten years that you have watched this a dozen times with your good buddy Johnny. So, like, I had to <laughs> shy of me just, you know, being this gigantic geyser of male appreciation. That sounded weird. Mm. Shy of me being, you know, just, oh, I love this episode so much. It's so good. I just really enjoyed it, and I tried to not go crazy about it.
0: Fair. Um, I don't know which one of these you and I have watched more together. It's either this one or a firefight, and we will go. And it it's in double digits for both of them. Like, you and I have watched them together at least ten times or more.
1: Yeah. I would so. say... Where does beer can? Like I don't even know which in.
0: one. Oh, uh, beer can. Because I think beer can might know. be our highest. You think? Yeah,
1: it might be. Or like most watched. I don't know. <laughs> that is. Uh, but Yankee yeah, K- Hanky is
0: also up there, guys. Any of them that have got double blue flames from Mark and I, we've watched a shitload <laughs> together. Um, my pros: the noises that Bill makes while he's on the treadmill is me anytime I try and do anything more than a light jog.
1: Just the <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs>
0: like just the wheezes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I this hurts. I'm OK with it. I am. I'm, I'm embracing it. Fuck. I've had nothing but basically salad to eat for the last two weeks and it's helping. But eh. um, gym embarrassment is huge. And I'm glad that they pointed something out to this. Bill being afraid to go to a gym because there are people there that will see him and see him working out. Yeah. Yeah that's why a lot of people go I want a gym membership I'm going to feel great and then they quit two times after going and then just forget to to take away their gym membership like for six months mm-hmm. um it's awkward and, and weird as shit uh, next pro here men on an inner thigh machine that's it that's the pro
1: <laughs> Johnny please stop reading my favorite moments
0: <laughs> oh damn Um,
1: I'm kidding, that's gross (laughs) but men doing good girls, bad girls is the best thing ever
0: Uh, Pack Nectar is named just like it was pulled from GNC's shelves that name is ridiculous Mark, you read my notes because I literally name dropped GNC in here Um, (laughs) I love that they pull out the beer bong for eggs because that seems like the most bro awful thing you could do at that moment also the only (laughs) way you're going to get like half a dozen eggs down somebody that quick um, and my last pro. Hey Mark. I yes? told my lady I'm trading that six pack for this six pack. <laughs> she threw me out. <laughs> that that whole scene just in and con like being half drunk going, "Hello." <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. That's it for my pros, buddy. Give me, give me some cons. I need to bring you back down from this, like this lifting high that I'm on.
1: Okay. So cons, this is your day two post leg workout soreness. Bill's garage. I Ooh. I wonder. I just kind of wonder. Kitchen? Sure. Bathroom? We, 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 we saw it. It's not that bad, but still, I understand. Yeah. Um, but I wonder about the garage. Like he doesn't park his car in it, so it either has a bunch of shit in it, or I bet he doesn't have a bunch of shit. I don't know. Um, yeah? I know I called him out as a pro, but also, dude, I really don't like Bobby this episode.
0: He seems like, other than that one spot, um, he shows up a little bit earlier, and I'm like, you, you're a misplaced. A you don't need to be here.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. No, he's, he's, like, he's like, literally you don't need to be a pad. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you know, he's got the other, you know, the follow-up bit of, you know, to the moon and whatever. I don't know. Um, um, Boy, Johnny, Nancy's hair sure is thick for losing her hair or being a wig. But, like, good Lord, it's yeah. thick. She has Jesse Spano thick hair this week. That's right. I'm calling out Saved <laughs> by the Bell. I, that's the thickest hair I can think of, and it's Jesse Spano's. This is a personal con for me. It is weird how they all work out at the same time, but also Hank is apparently doing two-a-days. Yeah. Which I can see Hank doing. I, I can see Hank doing that. Okay. But I really dislike the idea of just everybody on Rainy Street packing into Bill's garage at the same time.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, the, the only thing I can think of is that they all have to wait until they're off of work, and that's the only time they have to do it but even then that's a well, that's a yeah, shoddy, like be explanation reasonable about it <laughs> yeah but like i said though it's they all know that bill's going to be there and he's like the creepiest one out of them all who out of all of those women there who's going to genuinely want to work out in front of bill
1: right i yeah, just no uh,
0: i think it's that's a fair assessment
1: the one time I get it, like, when the guys show up, when the body buddies appear, I understand why they all need to be together in the same room. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Con, Luann's, I don't know what Luann's doing, but seated curls like that aren't a thing, I'm just. Throwing it out there when Randy Savage helps her and you got to tuck your elbows in. And you do. Guys always tuck your elbows in. Um, hey, Johnny, look at that party that they're having. Who's at that party? That's right, it's John Redcorn. And nobody seems to notice and or care that he's there.
0: Right, because he's a friend of everybody in the alley, not just Nancy Squeeze.
1: Yeah, I just, hey, almost like John Redcorn is now an ancillary character and no longer needed to be the point of focus for an episode what that was last episode I'm sorry moving on maybe that explains
0: why this episode is out of sequence because nobody's gotten weird with him yet
1: oh okay cool sorry you just broke up I don't know what that was yeah maybe I don't know it um I don't know I I know how we said we're not going to care about continuity anymore but like we need to at least say that Nancy's hair is a thing moving forward um sure Finally, last con here. Um, it's pec day. Why the hell would they throw Bill in the leg press? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I also this is also a weird bit because this is a weird snapshot of like gym Bro culture because they make points to do leg day even when they're doing pec day, and it's the opposite of now when everybody only skips leg day.
0: Right. Everybody's walking yeah. around on them thin pins.
1: Yep. <laughs> And then I walk around like a fucking horse.
0: (laughs) Damn Clydesdale. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, those are my cons. What do you got for me? I only got one. And it's just that Bill is a gigantic dick for kicking everyone out of the gym that's in his house, but that everyone else paid for. Like they made a whole point of it to say, I can't afford all of this on my own, even though I really need it for my health and yada yada. And Hank goes, yeah, it's for your health and we could all use this. We can all chip in. Mm-hmm. um, And then he just totally just, I don't fucking know, like marks his territory, dumps his creatine spray everywhere, <laughs> like <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's a big con to me because, yeah, Bill is very sus- he's very susceptible and suggestible, so it would make sense that a you know, coach and all those guys, they're going to be able to get him to do what they want, but at the same time, he's also got scruples, so I have a feeling he would have given at least some of that equipment back or made a time that they those guys could have shown up. He just seems like he throws yeah. in the towel a little too early in this episode, and I don't like that.
1: Yeah. Um, like, we I are to favorite it, yeah.
0: moments, buddy.
1: All right, favorite moments. Um, I got a litany.
0: I have three. I, I, I narrowed it to three.
1: All right, go crazy.
0: Um, His arm's having a heart attack. i I love i love that um for for people that are not in gym culture vascularity is a weird thing to be proud of um but for people that are in gym culture you you know the more vascular you are the more blood is getting to your thick and that's just the best so (laughs) you want you want to look like a fucking roadmap basically that's that's the idea um Mark, I want you to swell my thick. <laughs> I that use. There's so many homoerotic terms that are used in this. I also just fucking love them. But of course, the one I have probably quoted the most to my wife, to my brother, to you. No agony, no bragging.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: It is a mantra to live by. And damn it, it basically is it, no pain, no gain, man. <laughs> we must rebuild ourselves. We have to break those proteins to make them stronger. What exactly. about yours, buddy?
1: Um, number one, we don't have overlap. So that is amazing to me. Oh, shit. That is crazy. Um, First one, Diedrich Bader as Dirk. They're jealous of my pump. They're jealous of my pump. It's okay. It's it's great. (laughs) I love that so much. That's why he got kicked out of his gym, because they're jealous of his pump. Um, Those little Randy Macho Man Savage walking in. Gorilla in the house. (laughs) Do you... Can I...
0: Can I sidetrack you for half one second? Please, please. It took me until the end of the episode to realize they dressed Gorilla just like WCW Savage.
1: He's got the headband. I kind of caught that. Yeah.
0: It took me until the end of the episode to see it. But I was like, holy shit. Guys, go look up Randy Savage and his WCW run. It looks just like Gorilla. Anyway, you may continue.
1: Um, no, yeah. Um i traded this six pack for that six pack and then she threw me out <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm it's glad great. that made it to your favorite moments
1: um and then finally the war scene when they're just standing there play, or sitting there playing war and then they war. both throw and then they war and then randy macho man savage is just freaking the fuck out as gorilla <gasps> it's that whole bit. <laughs> All, how long until bedtime? Eight minutes. Righteous. I, George I, I'm Washington. Gonna... No mass.
2: <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. No mass. Ben Franklin. No mass.
1: <laughs> I I'm gonna move to Germany. We're gonna find a third body and the or th- third buddy, and the three of us are gonna become the body buddies. And we're just yes. going to hang out in the black forest eating bratwurst and getting ripped to all shit yes. and playing war. We're just going to play war and go to bed at the same time. And it's going to, that's what's happening. <laughs> I don't care anymore. That's, that is what is happening for us. Screw it. It can be Josh. We will make Josh is a hard gainer, but he can still hang out with us.
0: It's, it's, it's good. And you know what? I think I just figured out what you're going to do when you know that the world is going to end. <laughs> And nobody else does. You're flying here, and we're just going to sit here and, and play war and work out. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else to say? We ran through this one, but Shia we just did. We still... <laughs> gushing too hard over it. Like,
0: Yeah, no, I don't have much more to say. I think we're ready to rate this, but man, I this is it's bittersweet you and i talked off mic. this is a bittersweet episode because we've been looking forward to it for so long and now that it's it's come and gone i'm like well what do i got left what's left in the tank what do i got to sustain me for two more seasons we're gonna find out i guess
1: but, yeah 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 what do you um what did you yeah uh,
0: you, you, you you what did you rate it i want your. i want yours first
1: um, I gave it a char King. This is a really, really good episode, but I really feel like Bobby's wasted. I think the continuity super often and it really messes with me, but it's also a really amazing episode. It, it by and large, is one of the best Bill Gets a Hobby or Bill slash Bill Gets Taken Advantage of episodes. Um, this might be the best Bill episode up until Rolling Diabetes or whatever the hell that one's called. Um... <laughs> I just, I like this one a lot. I like the ending is solid. I, do you feel the burn? No, that's good. I, yeah, great episode. Uh, classic, classic episode. Uh, fundamental to you and I as King of the Hill fans and as once and future gym buddies. So, yeah, it's a char King for me. Yes. How about you, buddy?
0: Very nice. Um, well, I'm gonna up the ante here. It's a blue flame for me. It's a personal okay. blue flame. This is this is kind of like our Kane and the Stubborn Stains. This this episode will always and forever be a blue flame to me because of nostalgia and, and just sentimentality. Um it has to do the the main focuses of this is professional wrestling and bodybuilding. And my two best friends in the whole fucking world just so happen to really be interested in wrestling and bodybuilding and lifting. So it was natural that I'm going to I'm going to feel something every time I watch this episode, let alone the fact that I quote this with the two of you so fucking much It is just it's natural. It's a part of my lexicon. Every time I see you, we're quoting this episode. Every time I see my younger brother, I ask him how his workouts go. And we always end it with a no agony and no bragany like every <laughs> single fucking time. Um, It was it, I don't think there was one thing in here that could have ever changed it from being a blue flame. Um, at least nothing that I've seen so egregiously that, that could even take it out of my own personal ratings. Um, so this, this is a blue flame and this blue flame goes out to you and it goes out to you, Adam. If you were listening, you fucking better be. I I doubt
1: it. He doesn't listen
0: to podcasts,
1: (laughs) but they're a great way to work out.
0: They're a fantastic way to work out. And especially when you know that your dumb shit brother has got like 300 of them. It's great.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's
0: a, it's a blue flame, man. Um, okay. I, I've i had two in this season and I knew they were both going to be blue flames pretty much from the get go. Like I had a very strong feeling about the first one and I knew this one was going to be. And I that makes God, this it's weird to say that it makes season seven an absolute must watch for me, at least these two episodes. We've had some really good shit here. Guys, next week we end season 11 and we start season 12. So we're going to have so to do our season roundup for you.
1: God, that is. Seems like just yesterday we were bitching about the Peggy Horror Picture Show.
0: I Right?
1: And Serpunt. So. I feel like Sir Punt was so last week. Wow. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. hey, man, with that being said, there's only one thing left to do before we get out of here, and that is to ask ourselves this question. Mark, do you still like King of the Hill?
1: Johnny, I still love King of the Hill. How about you, buddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Would you, as Randy Savage, like to tell the good people where they can find us?
2: Absolutely, Mark. If the good people of internet and podcast land want to go to the cream of the crop of the top of all podcasts, you have to meet us at Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter because nobody calls it X. Nobody. We're at Dang Old Podcast. You can always reach out to us at gmail on podcast... dangoldpodcast at gmail.com And if you want to talk to Johnny... Talk to him about wrestling or talk to him about bodybuilding. He is Krautball on Instagram. Kraut is in sauerkraut and ball is in Swedish meatball. Mark, what are these jabronis doing for you?
1: <laughs> I'm being delighted by you. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> That's my throat. Ah.
2: <laughs> this is Mark the Body Jones. Telling you that if you want to talk to me about King of the Hill or bodybuilding or conspiracy theories, come to MarkyStardust on Twitter.com because X is an illusion. Further, (laughs) if you didn't get enough of me tonight, Roll on over to the I Can't Wait to Show My Kids podcast, where me and our buddy Brad watch a movie and talk about conspiracy theories. Or go to the Two Wizards podcast that was already mercilessly
1: pimped, as mercilessly pimped as you were, Randy Savage. My body Ventura broke down, but yeah, go find us there. It's cool. that does hurt the throat wow it's been a minute since I busted out of Jesse Ventura
0: (laughs) guys we tried thanks so much for listening this week this has uh, been one of our favorite episodes to record Um, Mark and I are glad to hear from you guys every single week please reach back out we're still waiting for submissions for our, our mailbag that's coming up soon so let us know and we will talk to you soon thanks again for
1: listening thanks for being here guys we love you all everyone Um, go pop the blood vessels in the back of your eyes, because that's how you know it's a workout.
2: Oh, yeah.